ladies, my name is Antonia and I am your host. Um, If this is the very first time you're listening to the podcast, welcome. I'm so happy you're here. Um, And if this is not your first episode, thank you so much for coming back. I hope you enjoyed um, the other episodes that you've listened to. I I hope you thought they were fun. Um, and that they have influenced you to want to be here now. Um, So yeah, today we're going to be talking about fear of confrontation because this is something I struggle um, with personally all the time. I have had a recent struggle with this, so I thought it would be a good topic to touch on. It's kind of just a chatty um, little conversation. I did a little bit of research um, to be able to elaborate my thoughts more eloquently and give you more information. Um, But yeah, I'm kind of just coming today from a personal point of view with my own perspective and knowledge. Um, And I hope you enjoy. Um, In all honesty, this episode has already been recorded once. I recorded it actually earlier today. And I was trying a new setup with headphones, and the quality just came out so terribly. Um, Like, you can hear me breathing, and it really bothers me. I hope you can't hear me breathing now. It would be really embarrassing if you've always been able to hear me breathing, and I just noticed that for the first time. But um, the quality just felt really terrible. Like, I felt like it sounded like I was in a dark hole or something. So um, I decided to just sit down again um, and re-record this, I have some new thoughts and I'm hoping this will allow me to um, add some other things to the episode that I didn't get the chance to say before. So without further ado, let's get right into it. So um, to give you an idea of how this episode is coming about, I want you to think about the very common scenario for um, many, many people, which is being in a nail salon, and you go in with an idea of what you want your nails to look at, Um, you show the nail tech or the person a picture of what you want, um, or maybe you just tell them, regardless, you kind of have an idea of what you like and what you don't like, uh, and how you want your nails to look. As the appointment proceeds, you realize your nails are a little too long, maybe they're a little too short, you don't like the color, you don't like the designs, you don't like the things that are going on, but you're too scared to say anything. So you just sit there, allow them to give you ugly nails, and deal with it. I've been there so many times, it is unbelievable. So many times I've walked out of a hair salon being like, damn, I really did not want this at all and I can't believe I paid for this and have gone home and have taken the nail polish off and redone my nails myself that same day which is such a waste of time and money and just sounds so embarrassing when I'm saying it out loud right now but I know it is a universal experience and if this has not happened to you specifically then I'm sure you or someone you love has been at a restaurant and has had Um, the wrong order or food come out and someone has been too embarrassed to ask the waiter to send it back or have it changed. Um, So yeah, I know this is a thing that happens a lot and obviously these are very simple examples of it, but 
in my life, I have had many situations where I've found myself being walked all over or walked on. Oh my god, what is the expression? Like, I became a doormat, I guess, would be the way I've... I think, I'm sure I've heard this before, but people walked all over me and I allowed them to. Um, And obviously when a mistake has been made, that's a different situation, but it all ties into this fear of confrontation just in different degrees. So what actually is fear of confrontation? So in my research, I um, found that it also could be called conflict avoidance. And so it essentially is some anxiety or discomfort um, that you feel when addressing conflict or having to stand up for yourself. So um, it's that feeling that either makes it very difficult for you to um, address an issue, big or small, or completely makes you just ignore it and avoid it at all costs. Um, So I found that the root cause of this, um, and this is based on some things that I read online and also my personal research, uh, I found four reasons why people have a fear of confrontation. So the first is a fear of rejection. And although rejection usually sounds like um, asking someone out and getting rejected, Rejection in this sense is, um, to put it into a practical example, say you are in a friend group and someone isn't treating you well and you are afraid that if you stand up for yourself, uh, you'll be left without a friend group and they'll kick you out of the friend group because they won't like the fact that you're standing up for yourself. There are many issues with that, which we'll get into later, but that is essentially what fear of rejection is. Um, The next would be desire for harmony, which I think is kind of a wholesome um, actually reason for having fear of confrontation. It's just, as the thing states, um, wanting harmonious relationships and not wanting to create any conflict and therefore not addressing any situations that you probably should be addressing. And so that becomes a fear of confrontation. Next, we have a fear of escalation, um, which essentially just means that you're afraid that whatever issue you bring up might get blown out of proportion perhaps or maybe just escalated in general um and the escalation can be from the other person's side or it could even be from yourself and i completely understand how that can be scary it can be um that you're afraid of someone being violent potentially or someone yelling at you or just uh like a a situation being larger than it is in the moment and being scared of what the consequences may be. And then the fourth cause that I found, um, which I think is a lot of the times the case for me, is previous negative experiences. So if you've ever had to confront someone and it has not gone well for you, that can really impact you. And any time that you're forced to um, face your fear of confrontation again, that terrible scenario might come flashing back and it might make it really difficult for you to speak up or address any conflict or stand up for yourself um and although that is completely reasonable because it makes total sense how something that has happened in some past experience can affect um 
the way you look at confrontation in the future, it is definitely not a reason for you to not want to get over over this fear. Trust me, I have been working on it for years, um, but recently I really had to focus my brain and put some brain power into um, figuring out how to get over this fear because it is something that you can only do yourself and even if people around you are willing to help, it really is sort of an internal process because I find that this fear is kind of based on, um, it's kind of an irrational fear, you know, like a lot of things that you're scared might happen probably are not going to. For instance, in the nail salon, not speaking up might be, say, um, the fear of escalation, you're worried the nail tech will yell at you and say you're disrespectful and rude and should have said something earlier or be offended. When in reality, it is very possible that the nail tech will be understanding and say, oh, of course, let me um, bring some other color out. What would you like to see? What were you thinking? Um, let's go over this again. So yeah, it's kind of assuming that something might happen even if that is realistically not the case. And so now I'd like to talk about some problems that avoiding conversations will bring and how that can impact you and your life. So the most obvious issue would be that you will be left with many unresolved um, problems at hand that you probably need solutions or answers to and will not be able to get those if you um, don't face your fear of confronting whoever you need those answers or solutions from. Um, Secondly, you can also create terrible issues with miscommunication and misunderstanding because if you don't tell someone how you feel, then they will be forced to resort to um, making assumptions based on uh, your attitude, your actions, and like other nonverbal Um, forms of communication that are definitely not as effective and can just lead to big confusions and even bigger issues than the ones that you have at the time. Um, The next problem is probably the biggest issue for me. Um, I kind of have like an anxious sort of personality so having unresolved conflict increases my stress and anxiety levels so much it makes it difficult for me to sleep, to focus, Um, if it's a really big issue, it can even make it difficult for me to eat because I just feel so, um, unwell and uneasy knowing that this is weighing on me and just sitting in the back of my mind and feeling like it's something I'm just not going to be able to get over. And that's really, really difficult. Um, another issue that this can cause is a loss of trust and even the loss of a relationship. And this can come from just letting these unresolved issues fester, or the miscommunication that I was bringing up earlier that can really just lead someone to lose all their trust in you and in the relationship that you had. Um, But probably the most important issue um, that I find, at least, in a fear of confrontation is that it just gets increasingly and increasingly worse. So you end up digging yourself deeper into the ground because if you're not able to speak up to your nail tech, there's no way you're um, going to be able to speak up to your partner about something more um, pressing or important or 
that has more influence in your life. And so if you are not doing these small things, it'll be even more difficult for you to stand up for yourself or address something larger. So in a lot of the research I did, I found um, that they spoke about the difference between healthy and unhealthy confrontation. And this was a really interesting issue for me because personally, I always associated um, the word confrontation with like unhealthy uh, and just give it like a negative connotation in general, if that makes sense. Um, it feels like aggressive and threatening and scary to me. So in no planet did I think that there could be a healthy form of confrontation, but of course there is. And I think it is important to um, show the difference between these and pinpoint it because while healthy confrontation is as it implies healthy for you, unhealthy confrontation can be very negative and have really long-term effects that you definitely do not want to deal with. So, um, things that you can find in healthy confrontation would be uh, a sort of respectful and constructive conversation, despite, of course, any stressful situation that you may have at hand. Um, you should always expect someone to respect your boundaries, uh, respect you as a person, and kind of focus on growth and how you can build something better from whatever conflict you're having at the moment. Uh, how to improve your relationship, essentially, if you're having an issue with a specific person. It is also very essential in a healthy confrontation that the people uh, having a discussion focus on the issue at hand. And to me, this is one of the biggest differentiators between a healthy and an unhealthy confrontation. Um, when you are confronting someone about something in a healthy manner, there should be no mentions of um, something personal or like personal attacks towards the other person. It should be solely focused on the issue at hand because if you start attacking um, the person for something else or bringing some other issue to the table, it can quickly become very unhealthy and it can offend people to a very personal degree. So it can escalate the issue very easily. Uh, along with this, some other uh, characteristics of unhealthy confrontation are aggression and a lack of empathy all around, which also like a lack of listening, uh, which listening is so key when you're confronting someone about something, especially if the other person isn't being a good listener towards you. Um, because first of all, it's an easy way to humble and embarrass them and be like, I'm giving you the respect that I should be receiving as well. Um, but also, it really helps you understand where the other person is coming from. And it might open your eyes to something that you had no idea about. Or it might make the conflict easier to solve. Um, so yeah, listening is always super, super important. So with all this in mind, I would now like to talk about how to overcome your fear of confrontation and disclaimer i know it is so difficult again has taken me years i don't even think i'm all the way through i still have many many issues um standing my ground and speaking up for myself but these are all sort of just tips that i have come up with um that help me kind of uh get a running start you know and 
make little baby steps and some progress towards overcoming this fear. So, first off, we have recognizing the fear and figuring out the root cause. So, of course, I listed those four um, plausible causes, the fear of rejection, the desire for harmony, the fear of escalation, and a previous negative experience, but you could totally um, have fear of confrontation coming from something else, and if you're able to identify it and pinpoint it, um, that's great, because at least in my brain, that allows you to gain some control and ownership over that thing, and to kind of face it face on, um, that's kind of a funny sentence, but yeah, be able to face it, given that you know what it is, and you're not just trying to fight um, a fear that you don't even know where it comes from, because a lot of the time, fears um, like phobias can be irrational but have the tendency to come from something deeper that if you are able to solve that deeper thing then um, figuring out your struggle with this fear might be much easier so yes recognize that you have this fear that it is okay to have this fear and figure out why you have it Um, then of course be open to overcoming this fear i feel like that's um, maybe the most essential step But next, I think it's very important to talk yourself off the ledge. So as I was talking um, or mentioning before, this fear, at least to me, is a lot about um, having unrealistic expectations in the sense that you always think something worse is going to happen, worst case scenario. And that really doesn't help because it just um, builds up the fear in you instead of building up the confidence. So if you're able to talk yourself off the ledge, convince yourself that uh, the nail tech probably is going to be nice and if she's not then uh, at least you'll be happy long term there will be benefits nothing will be as bad as you think it is then that's great but this is also a great place where you can ask for help from others so if you have a friend a partner a significant other a parent who um you trust and who you think would be good for this then it would be great to talk to them about your fears and have a genuine real conversation about what the results could be of confronting a person to kind of give you more of a real perspective of what this could be um next i think it's important to start small because as i talked about a big issue being digging yourself deeper into um this fear you have to dig yourself out in small quantities at least that's my belief because if you are able to confront small situations then not only does that make you gain some confidence and feel um kind of more prepared for facing bigger issues but it also gives you the tools to handle these bigger issues because although um I'm hoping all your confronting goes well. Being realistic, there is a chance that everything won't go perfectly your way. And that will allow for some space to grow and understand what you could have done better, what you can do next time, how you can improve. Um, And it will just help enter a bigger situation better prepared. So yes, start small. Next and probably most important for me is to prepare. So I'm a planner. I'm a list girly. I like making lists all the time. So I like making grocery lists. I like making to-do lists. I like um, figuring out what I'm going to do the whole day in a list. Um, 
everything list like so if you're able to prepare before big conversations and this is good for the fear of confrontation but also just any conversation that you're having that's important in general if you're able to have a conversation with yourself on paper or even with another person out loud kind of role play it um it will give you the space to think through a lot of things that might come up in the conversation that you will then be much better prepared to handle and be more equipped to handle and you will have thought through them first so you'll feel more safe and prepared and in control walking into the conversation now um kind of along with this but also going into um the conversation itself be sure to use I statements. And I learned this at boarding school. I honestly couldn't tell you what sort of workshop we were doing, but it really stuck with me. Using I statements is important. I hope I'm not explaining this incorrectly, but it's important because it kind of, the way I explain it to myself is it builds an extra layer of protection. So say that someone is insulting me and the way I confront them is by saying, I feel really hurt when you say these things about me or I feel really angry. I feel very sad. The person can't turn around and say, no, you don't, because I said that I feel this way. So it is my personal feeling um, that someone else can't just say doesn't exist because no one can do that. It is coming from my own perspective and people are um, have to respect that. So I think it is a great practice to have in mind, always. Next is, again, listen. Please, please, please listen. Do not go or don't make the same mistakes that I have made where I get ready to confront someone, start the conversation, and I'm so nervous and anxious and a little angry that I don't listen to anything. And so we end up spending more time than we need to. Um, and going around in painful circles without really knowing how to solve our conflict because I chose not to listen actively um, and really get what the other person was trying to tell me. So that is really key. Next, we have managing emotions. So although it is important to express how you're feeling, it can be counterproductive to allow yourself to get really angry, really hurt, really emotional while you're confronting someone. It is good to keep sort of a rational um, or like not hot head so that you're able to speak and make decisions rationally. Uh, You definitely don't want to let yourself get too angry and then say something in the heat of the moment that you will regret later that will make the situation worse. So it is very key to control your emotions. To some degree. And next, um, seek help. Really, if you feel like there's an issue that is larger than what you can take on, um, either because you're going through something right now and it just feels like too much of a burden, or if it actually is just too big of an issue, be willing to seek help. And this can be, again, from friends, partners, uh, parents, from mental health professionals or from some other sort of professional that you think can help you it is really important when you are overcoming any kind of fear to be really open um, to asking for help from others and 
knowing where to seek that help and knowing who you can trust with asking to help you. So I think that's key. And then our very last step, which is uh, hopefully you have confronted someone, had important conversations, and now you have to acknowledge your growth. Um, This also is important with the whole idea of starting small. If you acknowledge all your small wins in conquering your fear of confrontation, it will allow you to feel proud of yourself, but also realize that this is um, one of many fears that you will get over in life. You will be able to stand your ground, you will learn to stand up for yourself, and you will learn to address conflict effectively. And you can actually get rid of that horrible anxiety, stress, and discomfort that conflict avoidance brings. So yeah, really congratulate yourself for getting through all my steps (laughs) and pushing yourself through the finish line and being able to confront people because trust me, I know it is so difficult. Um, So yeah, that's sort of all the information that I compiled on the fear of confrontation, but um. I just wanted to say this is a really relevant issue for me right now and just in general always because um, it is really, really difficult for me to stand up for myself, which is sometimes interesting given that I find it easier to stand up for others. Um, So if I feel like something unjust is being done to other people, I really have no issue expressing my opinion. Um, But when something unjust is being done to me, I feel too, I guess, insecure to speak up and I have too many fears compiled within that fear of confrontation to um, ever stand up for myself and that really is not good because in school I many times had some mean or sort of rude friends who really hurt my self-confidence and I let them do that for extended periods of time. Because I was too scared of um, getting rejected from them or like just having something be escalated and blown out of proportion when I really should have been prioritizing my mental health, my sanity, and my confidence. Those are really key things that you develop in your childhood. And looking back, if I had... um, shared my struggles with my parents or with some other friends maybe I would have been able to handle it better and maybe it would be something that wouldn't be as difficult for me to handle or fight now um also more recently I've had an issue of addressing conflict with people that I have had to share living spaces with who have been um to some level or another just like selfish or at times unpleasant and have led me to feel uncomfortable in my space and that is such a horrible feeling um to not feel at home in your home you know and sometimes I sit and I wonder if during some moments where I thought that I could have spoken up if I had done so if that had changed my experience significantly and now I've kind of moved on um And I'm no longer in that same situation. But it does leave that doubt in my mind of, huh, I wonder if I could have done something sooner to not let this become such a big fear in my brain and such a large conflict and that 
would take more energy to tackle. Um, so yeah, that is, I think, everything I wanted to say and cover today. I hope you guys enjoyed kind of hearing a little bit of my research and some of my takes and personal experience with this. Um, if you're dealing with a fear of confrontation right now, I'm really sorry. Um, avoiding conflict really is like a chronic, horrible thing that is so hard to even get started on working on. Um, but I really hope maybe something you heard today resonates with you or maybe even helps you start to get over this. It really is brighter on the other side. Um, getting rid rid of those anxieties and stressors for me are so life-changing. Um, so yeah, if you're currently working on something like this, I wish you the best. I hope that you are able to prioritize yourself and I encourage you to do so always. Um, and with that, I just want to say thank you and I guess I will see you uh, next week, if you'd like to find me on Instagram, the podcast Instagram is Decaf Diaries Podcast, and my personal Instagram is A Ferrero One. Um, and yeah, thank you so much, and I will see you next week. Bye.